In the year 2002, a family we were friends with told me that they were going to go on a trip to Canada. Way up to Canada, only a few hour drive away. But for me, that seemed like something very, very far and distant. I asked them why they were going. And they said, well, it's gonna, we're going up to World Youth Day in Canada. I was only 11 years old, so there was not much of a chance that I was going to get invited to leave the country without my parents. And I didn't even have a passport or all of that stuff. But they said it was a great event and it was a powerful experience of seeing a bunch of other Catholics gathering to be with the Pope. And the Pope at that time was John Paul II, who now is a canonized saint. They wanted to go with a group of Catholics and grow in their faith. For those who don't know, World Youth Day is an event where thousands of Catholics and young people from all over the world gather for a week of festivities, with the culmination of the event as a big mass with the Pope. That event in 2002 had over 800,000 people from all over the world gathering up there in Toronto, Canada. I was able to go to one of these World Youth Days in 2008 in Sydney, Australia, and that was a great time. It was a great experience for me. I even have a picture of 16-year-old me petting a koala and with a kangaroo. But that's a story for another time. I'm talking about 2002, so I'll have to, I'll have to leave that for another homily. Don't worry, in a couple weeks we're going to have a fundraiser for one of our students who's going to World Youth Day in Portugal this year. And I'll, I'll re-up some of those stories, so stay tuned. But anyway, back to 2002. During the final Mass at that World Youth Day, Pope John Paul II gave a great homily. And the theme that year was being the salt of the earth and the light of the world from the Gospels. But he ended this homily with this great statement, a quote that survives until this day. I hear it quoted several times in the inside Catholic world. But this quote, I just love it so much because it relates so much to today's reading. The quote is this. We are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. We are the sum of the Father's love for us in our real capacity to become the image of his son, Jesus. Let's hear that again. We are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. No, we are the sum of the Father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of his son, Jesus. This quote powerfully relates to today's reading of the woman at the well. So we heard that very long gospel reading. It shows a development in the conversation. But at the outset, his disciples are even surprised that Jesus is talking to not just a woman, but also to a Samaritan woman who is completely the other. It is talking to someone that a custom would say, don't deal with them. Their religion is half between the Jewish and some other pagan worship. And so nobody likes them because they have their foot in many different worlds, but not fully in one. And everybody just doesn't want to deal with these people. And so the people of the Jewish faith, especially, it was something to not even talk to Samaritan women or Samaritans at all. In fact, when they would travel a lot of times, the Jewish people would go the extra way to go around and skip the Samaritan areas because they did not want 
to be associated with these people. But Jesus chooses to talk with her. And the fact that she is going to the well in the middle of the day shows that she is trying to avoid people, that she might not even be accepted among her own townspeople. Because people usually go to the well at the cool part of the day, at the beginning or at the end, not in the middle of the day, where it's really hot and it's hard to draw water. And, you know, in those desert climates, it is very difficult. But this isn't a uh, historical look at this story as much as it is trying to help us to understand that this woman at the well is struggling. That she feels as the outcast. And she has some of her walls and defenses up. It's like, why are you talking to me? You know, why are you a Jew talking to me, a Samaritan woman? And she's a little defensive and also trying to protect herself. But as Jesus continues to speak with her, she begins to open up. And Jesus calls her to holiness. He invites her to encounter him as the living water. Because she is not the sum of her weaknesses or her failures, but of God's love for her. And Jesus shows her that love. And eventually as the conversation goes forward, she's transformed and seeks to proclaim the love of God to everyone. And she's very funny about it too. She says, look, this is a man who told me everything about myself. And under underscore of that is, he told me my sins. Like not many people are proud of their sins, but when they're met with the love of Jesus and the words of Jesus, even those sins can become a place of encounter with God's love. Those weaknesses and failures can be places where God's redeeming love can touch us in our lives. And eventually, she's transformed. She is transformed and becomes one who proclaims the love of Christ because she has encountered it personally. This story can relate to our lives too. There could be times when we feel like our struggles and our weaknesses or, you know, we feel like we're disqualified or not good enough to serve God. Or our sins are so much that we feel like we're not worthy. But the way that Jesus invites this woman to follow him and meets her in her weakness is the way that he meets us as well. Each of us has our struggles. Each of us has our weaknesses and our failures. But that doesn't disqualify us from the love of God. In fact, those places can truly become encounters with God because we can rely on him and know that he loves us no matter what. He listens, he has patience, and then encourages us to follow him and to choose his love over our sins. Again, we are not the sum of our weaknesses and our failures. That doesn't show us who we are. What shows us who we are is the sum of the Father's love for us. And that we're made in the image and likeness of Jesus. And so seeing things from this way and even be reminded of seeing things from this way, we can be encouraged and have great confidence that no matter where we have sinned, we know that God wants to bring us back. And that is, and that he is there to give us hope, to reconcile us and to give us the help on the journey of life. So yes, life does have its difficulties. We do have our failures. We do have our struggles. 
And there are sins and weaknesses that we may even struggle with daily. But God's love is more powerful than any of those weaknesses. And so the encouragement is to bring those to God because he loves us there too. He doesn't love us just because of the good things that we do or we don't have to earn his love by doing all of these great works or doing all of these great things, even in the Lenten season when people choose to do the extra uh, works of prayer and charity and all of those things. We don't earn his love. We just need to open ourselves up to let him love us, even in the areas we're not proud of. And so we can have that confidence in God's merciful love for us, that just like the woman at the well, nothing is beyond redemption. And so just for us, no sin is too great for the Father's mercy and his love. Our second reading even tells us, but God proves his love for us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. All we need to do is to respond to his love and allow him to help us in our weaknesses. And so as we continue through this Mass this day, let's be confident in God's love for us. Let's bring him our weaknesses and failures, but then allow his love to be stronger than all of that. For it says somewhere else in the scriptures that his love is stronger than death, than sin, than anything else. And so we end our homily with this prayer. Lord, help us to see that we are not the sum of our weaknesses and our failures, but we are the sum of the Father's love for us and that we are made in the image and likeness of you. Help us to rely on you as the strength and let us be confident in your love for us. Help us to always be in your presence and to live out your love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.